I swear. Are we on? We're on. <laughs> By the moon and the stars in the sky. I usually go to skate country, you know. Okay. Um, every Tuesday, because that's when Walk a Mountain had their skate country night. Is Walk a Mountain? Walk a Mountain Elementary School, where I went K through five. Oh, what what? What what? Was the there a cougars? Real was there a real mountain? mountain cougars? Yeah, Walk a Mountain, which was a Native American mountain called Walk a. <laughs> W-A-U-K-A. Just like blew up. (laughs) Hey, this is Amrita and Andrew. We're on a podcast journey to find our way through freelance life. If you're thinking about taking a leap off the beaten path in any part of your life, our inexpert advice is don't think twice. To recover from the serial outage. Yeah, I <laughs> did my best. Okay. I was. You were bereft. I was disappointed. Yeah, I could feel it. I was I disappointed. It was. It was like it was... De- it was a deflation of your spirit. I felt bad. Well, I was about five blocks from home uh-huh. and thought, you know, the the thing that we have that I want <laughs> that would be perfect after this walk oh. is a bowl of shredded wheat. <laughs> There was exactly enough for one bowl left. And, and I, I ate it. was disappointed. Oh, you know. Not at you. No, I know. Uh, but I know without it being directed at me, like living with another person is sometimes the worst, isn't it? <laughs> when you really have, you like, I mean, it's the best. Yeah. But it's like also, it's like I had a plan. Well, I think. It was disrupted. I think. I think uh, cereal is particularly... <laughs> it's a sensitive subject for you. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. Mm-hmm. I think if you're going to eat the last bowl of cereal in a house, okay. regardless of if it's a roommate situation or a family situation... Yeah, tell me, because I don't know. You need to alert people. Oh, should I have told you? I, okay, now I know. Now I know. I'll tell you. I mean, this is a rule that I'm making up right now. No, I'm but... aware of that. I'm not, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not apologizing I... <laughs> for not having informed you about it, but I am but telling you that I'm willing to. I just to... feel like I feel like a PSA. If it, anyone it... in America, if you're going to finish the last <laughs> of the cereal, just let a bitch know. Let people know. Yeah, that's the only food that you need to let people know. Okay, okay, that's really the only food. I guess we'll we'll find out. We'll find out when the butter spit. is gone. <laughs> What a day, what a day. Yeah. Um, it is, it's, you know, I, how do you, how, how are you? Today, this very day. This very day. This moment in this time. This moment. Um, I am just fine. Okay. I did get good sleep last night. Oh, good. So that's something. But. Um, I've been awake since 5 a.m. Oh, you look fresh as a daisy. Thank you. I, you know, I feel great. Wow. Because you haven't. No. Okay. So I feel great today. I feel, I feel good. I feel full of the spirit. Um, yesterday, I did not. Right. I've been moody this week. We've been moody this yeah, week. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, we're sort of on the same menstrual cycle that way. <laughs> like. <laughs> that's, probably, that's probably good, though. It's probably good though, yeah. Because we're not. I'm not. Uh, I, it makes me feel better that I'm not bursting anyone's bubble. I mean, the worst thing is when you're like in a moody place, and then the person you're living with is like all sunshine and roses. <laughs> you know, 
<laughs> We're such cranks. Yeah, no. So yesterday I was not feeling so grand and, uh, you know, told you extensively, but I just feel great today. And some might say this is a manic turn. Mm-hmm. And to that I say, yes, it, it is. Well, um, I have a few questions for you. Mm-hmm. One, are you taking your vitamins? No. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that was quick. I thought I thought I'd work for you a few things oh. and you would say yes and then we would get the, Okay, okay. <laughs> okay, let's let's go back to the questions. Wait, okay, let's suppose I had said yes. Okay. Um are you using your computer in bed? No. Are you going to do you have a bedtime roughly that you're trying to stick to? No. Do you have uh, an alarm to get you up in the morning? No. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I'm flunking this quiz. Are you drinking water when you first get up in the morning? No. <laughs> <laughs> what else you got? God, I don't think I need... I, mean, I think if we've diagnosed you as <laughs> patently unable to... Uh, so what you're saying is I don't routine. need mood stabilizers. I just need to drink some water and take my vitamins and try to go to bed yeah. at a reasonable yeah. hour. Take your vitamin D first thing in the morning okay. because it's not fat soluble, as I understand. So you don't have to have something in your stomach. Okay. Versus okay. a multivitamin, which will have D in it, but for which other things need food in your stomach, i.e. fat yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Uh, to absorb. Okay. Okay. I like this. I'm not a medical, uh, I should say here, I'm not a, I'm not in medicine. (laughs) So consult your physician or your physician's assistant or your nurse practitioner. Or your herbalist. Or your, uh, yeah. No. (laughs) (laughs) I told you, right? I was, I was chatting with an herbalist and, um, I have, um, taken up this, this, uh, theory that you've often espoused where it's like you know i'm just gonna let a person i'm just gonna keep an open mind to a conversation Mm -hmm. and let somebody talk and like i mean not let them get away with like bullshit of course but like you know if somebody's into something the best thing you can do is just kind of like let them talk about what they're into yeah so i learned a little bit about the um world of herbalism and um seem to be a little bit hostile towards um Traditional medicine? science, <laughs> yeah. Western medicine, yeah. I guess I should say. Yeah, um, and it was very like it was very like you know like when they have those like old like medieval paintings of when a doctor comes over your house and they like they're like too much yellow humors like we'll mm-hmm. bleed it out of them or whatever. It's kind of like that except in twenty twenty one with plants. Like you have different like humors in your body, and each person has their own unique makeup of like fire and air and earth and wind or whatever. And an herbalist will concoct will con- something. Will tell you what your makeup is, and then like you know that's why like that's why you Andrew like you get tired when you come in from like a cold temperature to a warm temperature, and like your you like your body. I would like tired. to solve that problem. If yeah, there's so an herbalist who will do that. If, for if, me. We, if we have any herbalist listeners, <laughs> contact us for our constitutions. That's what's called. Your constitution. I um, think mine's just a circulation problem. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> there's a perfectly there's a there's a but explanation. Maybe I can look into how you improve circulation with natural methods. Well, you I think are you are on a good track with your compression socks. Love compression socks. Mm-hmm. Everyone get on the trend. <laughs> twenty twenty one is all about compression. All about compression. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, my my compression socks help. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's a lovely day. I just feel good yes. about it. 
I went out on a walk and I just felt like, I mean, it's not even like a beautiful day, like really like weather-wise. It's overcast, 45, 50 degrees. It's like, it's it's breezy, it's a little moody, but it's 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 just like, I felt very invigorated and I felt like... It was good walking weather. It was good walking weather. I just had a nice swing in my step and I felt like, um, you know... Very, I had this overwhelming feeling of like, you don't know what's around the bend. Oh, just like literally. Not literally. <laughs> that too, that too. I took some, I took a, I took some unexpected twists and turns on my route. But, you know, just like what's around the bend in life. And I feel like we have very intentionally set ourselves up for a situation where we don't know what's around the bend. Yeah. So um, that's, that's kind of exciting, you know. It's like it's not like you're just kind of staring down a road, and you know exactly where it's gonna go, and it's just Are the you same think damn you know road. Exactly where it's gonna yeah, go, you think. Yeah. I mean, because like, of course, you never know what's around the bend. No, nobody does. But like, but we've kind of like deliberately set yeah. ourselves up for that. Yeah. And you know, I, today I find that exciting. Yesterday I found that <laughs> um, anxiety-inducing, but today I find it exciting. Um. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's just it's two sides of the same coin. And yesterday, you were, we were focusing on the negative. I think. Yes. I.e., like, <laughs> just great frustration of you know all the pandemic exhaustion of complete pandemic wanting exhaustion. Wanting to like be, you know, out with friends, doing things, all that kind of thing. Um, yeah. No, and I feel, I, I mean, of course, I still feel that deep, very deeply. And it's like, not just like being out with friends, but specifically being able to like, like make art with friends and collaborate right. with people right. and like just do a group thing, you know, mm -hmm. make something and being unable to really do that in the way that we want to do it. It's very frustrating. And it's just been like, it's just like, we've been so patient. Like, I feel like we've been patient. It's definitely like a... A bit of a, a wall because we're coming up on like a year anniversary yeah. of all this starting and it's like god damn it <laughs> you know yeah so yeah we're so all it, feeling that yeah yeah we're all feeling that um you know i don't know just like a lot of things that sometimes i i frame as as negatives mm -hmm. um and like like the sort of lack of stability and stuff is is um it leaves the door open for a lot of amazing things to come mm -hmm. um in so that's that is how i'm feeling today that's how you're feeling today yeah well um let's roll back the hands of time for a minute yes, here please. uh to tuesday of this week which was mardi gras mm -hmm. uh which was our first Mardi Gras. First and, ever. And <laughs> uh, um, vastly different than other years. Mm -hmm. uh, but we made a day of it. I was actually surprised at yeah. how fun the day was. It was a really lovely day. Because, really you know, traditionally Mardi Gras has a million plus people. The streets are crowded, everything. And, and not only was there not 
Mardi Gras this year, meaning the parades and everything were canceled. But the police department, the mayor's office, shut this city Completely. down. Yeah. Bars were shut down. There was no, you couldn't get a drink to go, which is a very popular thing to do in New Orleans. They shut off the streets in the French Quarter. You know, the wine store was closed. The like, wine store was closed, and, and it was closed starting Thursday. The day, before, oh, right. Uh, bars were closed from Friday for Friday, five days. Friday, Friday through Tuesday, mm-hmm. bars couldn't be open. Yeah. Um, and so like the streets the in the French Quarter were closed. Um, only residents or people working in businesses, which I don't know what businesses would be open if you couldn't, couldn't go people to them. Right. be down there. So it was really, really very I mean, much a ghost locked town. locked down, locked down. Like not, not just closed, but like restricted. Yeah. Um, and you had to have a reason to be there. And on top of that, it was very cold, um, as is the storyline these days mm-hmm. um, in the South. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in, in the 30s. Yeah, I mean, and, and um, uh, I think he put a huge damper on people's festivity level, um, you know, and maybe maybe there would have been a little bit more of an effort to sort of like get out and, you know, make the best of it and get out and be party in the street anyway. But but then like add on top of it, like 30 degrees and yeah. everyone is... Because is... I was surprised. We live right off St. Charles, which is the main thoroughfare um, traditionally the main parade, yeah. for, for Mardi Gras. And... I thought that there would be people. It's where the streetcar line runs, so it's an extra large boulevard. And so I thought people would be for sure out there. In mass, and yeah. there were a few groups here and there, but by and large, it was just pretty like empty. A, a, yeah, a regular weekday sort mm-hmm. of feeling. Uh, but the houses were decorated as floats, since there were no parade floats this year. So we were able to walk around and take those in. Some people had. Uh, had little throws. Okay, that from was of course for me the most exciting thing because <laughs> I am I have a long and storied history of being obsessed with free things. Yes. So uh, that was something I was really hoping was like I want to get at least like one free thing for Mardi Gras, even if it's not like regular Mardi Gras. Because yeah. like I I mean I usually go home from the Pride Parade in New York with like armfuls of like free stuff that I don't, like I don't need, but yeah. I'm like so delighted. Um, I bring an empty bag. <laughs> so I felt very, very happy that we saw some people who were throwing stuff from their um, from their front porches and to the lawn. And we um, uh, got some of those, got some cups, <laughs> um, got some medallions and things. Mm-hmm. And, and some jello shots along the way. And some jello shots. Oh, God bless those people. Yeah, so... <laughs> So there was it was a fun it was a fun day and the the sun came out for some brief moments. Yeah, and not for nothing. Also, we like made some friends, some new yes. friends um, that accompanied us on our walk. So uh, that was revolutionary. I mean, yeah. Yeah. new friends. What new is friends. that about? Like that's crazy. I know. I know. So it felt really it felt really that felt momentous too. <laughs> Festive in this year of. No uh, festivities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A small festivity. Yeah. Um, and and we saw some live music. Yeah, we capped it off with a porch concert, cabaret mm-hmm. situation in the Bywater. And it was freezing. It was freezing by that point. It was it was legitimately quite cold. Yeah. Uh, in the but, 20s. Yeah, yeah. But we watched the whole show mm-hmm. and couldn't feel our feet. Mm-hmm. But we but persevered. We fantastic. We looked. <laughs> let me let me tell you, people. You can't like you know. 
We can't paint you a picture visually, yeah. but we looked great. Just looked know that. Great. Um, smelled great. Looked great. Smelled great. Felt great. And um, to your point, I was wearing a big coat, but I yes. knew that if for some reason, if I needed to remove my coat, I was still going to look fabulous. Yes. And that's really that's what it's about. It's a it's a, all your base layers are fabulous too. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so all in all, I'll say for it being what it was, um, we had a day that was that felt we, like we did something special. It did feel special, even at, however yeah. small that thing yeah. was. Yeah, yeah, and we barely had a drink, actually. Yeah. So it was, in in many ways, not your average Mardi Gras celebration. Nope. But we finished off the day. The very last thing we did was finish our last king cake slices oh. of the season. Yes. So uh, we clocked in. I think the final number was 11 king cakes. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> no shame in my game. <laughs> we, yes, people, we bought 11 cakes. Mm-hmm. Yes, we did, a, we did a beautiful culinary tour yeah. of the city. We bought cakes far and wide. Um, our last one was a fusion cake from a Mexican bakery. Yeah. Had guava in it. It was yeah. delicious. Um, I feel really good about it. I also feel really ready for a small break from yeah cake, uh, I which think I think it, is kind of in the spirit of the of the season. While we're heading into that season, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, just I mean, also you can't even get it. You can't get them anymore, right? No, yeah. No. So anyway, so I feel really good. <laughs> I feel really good about our achievements in dessert yeah. this season. Also, we accomplished something. I think. Yeah. I mean, two people, eleven cakes. Yeah. One, this sounds like a just like a TLC like, <laughs> documentary. documentary. That <laughs> I can't tell whether it would be like intervention or like something else, but yeah. Fortunately, I've been walking enough that I think I've been able to not put on weight. It, well, uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, no, no, sorry, I didn't mean it like Ooh, that. No, I didn't mean it like oh. that. Oh, <laughs> all right. No, I you look see <laughs> what others think of me. <laughs> That's not what I meant. I'm speaking for myself. So while I was out on my walk, I also discovered something, um, the answer to a question that's been plaguing me since Detroit. Um, Now, this is going to reveal the depths of our sort of like lily white innocence when it comes to party drugs. Yeah. But Oh, what are those things on the ground? So when we were in Detroit, we kept finding these like little like canisters that look like tiny little like. Are they whippets? They're whippets. I think I said that before. You rejected that. Oh, I did. Yeah. Oh well, I'm sorry. I doubted you. How did you figure? But how did you figure it out this time? I just. So I had this like so I I had this flash of inspiration, um, because I saw I I forget where it was. Some like venue was saying like, you know, stay home to party for Mardi Gras or whatever. But if you do end up doing whippets. Um, bring us your canisters because like we're making an art project so like drop them by the venue like we'll have like a big and I was like first of all it that's <laughs> weird to me like that you would have enough of a clientele that you know I didn't know I don't know it's I didn't I didn't realize that was like a drug that was still really heavily in rotation yeah um but they were you know we we saw those canisters littered everywhere in Detroit on the sidewalk yeah <laughs> And then I just saw some today, and I just halted in my path, and I thought, you know what? I bet it's a whippet. And then, indeed, 
You looked it up. I looked it up, and it was. <laughs> I feel like a modern-day urban, like urban paleontologist. I found an artifact, and then I figured out what it was. Well, I have another mystery for you. Mm. This one I noticed in Brooklyn Okay. more than anywhere else. In my grocery store in Brooklyn, uh-huh. everyone, a lot of people, would buy gallons of distilled water. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like that would be the only thing they were buying. Mm-hmm. And the water in New York is not bad. It's the tap good. water yeah. is not bad. Yeah. And to get your water turned off is almost like that's like the last thing that would ha- like some well, people have floated your water doesn't get turned i mean in in new york tenancy laws are that you you have to have water pro- in new york city your landlord has to provide water has to be included in the rent yeah right so you can't it get just your water shut off seem like a, oh these people are buying water cuz they cuz they don't have can't afford water their or whatever right um so i'm curious why i so many people buy distilled water do not have an answer to that question. I don't know. The shelf was always almost empty, too. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. Also, like in New York, it's such an inconvenient thing to be buying. It's one thing if you like drive to the grocery store and you just load it's up your car. It's very inconvenient. It's horrible to carry. Like, I mean, my worst assumption is that you need it to like make meth or something. Like you need it to make like... <laughs> or, or, Oh, so Something? that's why it was connected. That's why this question was connected to this to the whippets. Yeah. Um, like you need like you need like um, what's it called like reverse osmosis water. Yeah, you to need like, like really pure water to make. You can't use tap water that has chemicals it's like in it. Fluorinated or something. Yeah, that's that's my theory. Um, I love that theory, and I would like to go with it. But you know, my mom has this mop. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that you put water in. Yes. It's like a steam mop. It's not like a steam mop. It is a steam mop. Uh-huh. And it says to distill, it needs distilled water. So maybe there are a lot of people in Brooklyn with... Steam mops. Steam mops. <laughs> I'm going to go with meth. Or what do you use to put into your aquarium? Um, You've never had an aquarium. It, well, not one that I, that I cared for in that manner. Actually, the only pets I've ever had are fish. Yeah. But you know, I I didn't I didn't we didn't have like the internet or whatever when I was little. We couldn't like look it up and see. Um, speaking of the internet, I'm sorry we're really pinging around here. But I finally laced up those my skates. Yes. I put them on while Ro- you were out. Roller skates. Yes. My roller skates. Did you skate around the house? I skated around the house, and my first report out of the gate is that. This is going to be way, way harder than I had initially envisioned for myself. Uh-huh. Um, I could barely get up out of this chair. I, I laced them up and I was like Bambi. <laughs> <laughs> Did you make it across the floor? I made it a couple of laps, but I would like to encourage everyone to send me their like you know, their their kids, their their cool like baby cousins, <laughs> their nieces, their um TikTok teens in their life. Um, please send them my way and teach me how to 
do this. Well, I think the only solution is to fall. I think it's just there's like you can't learn how to roller skate based on the internet. No, I <laughs> I know, I know there's a real lesson there, isn't there? I just really have to just get I out think there there's no fall. so look, this mm-hmm. is something that we need to discuss. Okay, let's discuss. I have my tea in my hand. There is a time for planning. Okay. And there is a time for doing. Mm-hmm. And I think you and I might need to recalibrate how long we plan versus when we actually start doing. And I don't think any video tutorial on roller skating is going to get you anywhere. Faster than just then getting you have strapping to on just the strap them on and go to the park and fall on my ass. Yeah. Okay. Well, you said a whole mouthful there, sis. <laughs> Um, not only are you right about that, and I'm going to, I'm going to do that and I'm going to be unashamed about it, even though there are a lot of very cool teenagers at the park. Do you have, uh, I'm going to get some knee pads right. and wrist guards. Okay, good. Do you have, what pants are you going to use? Your camo stretchy. pants? I have camo pants. Oh, I do have camo pants. Yeah. Yeah. Stretchy pants, stretchy pants, like a workout, workout pants. Yeah. yeah. Um, because my jeans do not provide me at this um, time in my body's journey um, <laughs> with an adequate amount of mobility. <laughs> Basically, they tight. I cannot hear. <laughs> yeah. I can't That's really. just because you're an inflexible. Oh. It's because, it's because <laughs> this is what my pants look like. There. Oh, I see. This is what's going on under my Wow. Shirt. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's been a tough pandemic year, guys. Um, so also along with your TikTok team, send me some pants that fit. <laughs> you know what? I love New Orleans. We've talked about New Orleans already, mm-hmm. our general impression. They do need to get on the bookstore situation mm. in this town interesting that is that far, is a really good point far too few bookstores in fact i, I haven't i have not seen one, one i have not seen one bookstore i mean I'm, obviously i'm sure that there's bookstores don't add us but like i'm sure but we've walked down one of the main the thoroughfares commercial from, thoroughfares and they're not that many finish like yes. like the miles yes at literal miles and haven't seen a bookstore yeah that is so interesting i can't believe i didn't think of that i didn't yeah, realize because that. i want to buy a dictionary and i was like you know i'm not gonna <laughs> i think i don't want to have to order my dictionary online your dream purchase while we're in new orleans is a dictionary yeah. yeah tell me a little bit more about your dream like what is your vision for having this dictionary okay i'll tell you mm-hmm. um uh the pandemic has brought us all to our knees and not and in a good deprived way. us of uh, of just conversations you would have with strangers and mm-hmm. friends and all that, and just uh, basic interactions even. And you know, I I'm feeling at a loss for words, a loss for new words. Mm-hmm. And so I want to buy a dictionary not because I need to look up the definition of words, for which there are plenty that I do need to look up the definition of, but just to flip through it. And revel in the pleasure of words. Find some new words. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or maybe remind yourself of Remi- words yes. that you 
had forgotten. Yeah. Oh, oh that old word. Yeah. <laughs> Just to leave through that. it and be like, oh, yeah. that word. I'm going to dust that one off today. Yeah. I don't use enough words that start with Q. I mean, nobody does. Yeah. Um, I love that for you. Mm -hmm. um, and I love that that's just like a recreational thing that you have planned out. Mm -hmm. You approach your leisure time in such a different way. <laughs> <laughs> and in a way that I could, I could stand to take, you know, some pages from your dictionary. So <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't, I don't know if you need to <laughs> borrow my... No, no, no. I, I won't be doing that. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but I love this. I, I love... What I love is the image of me coming home to find you like curled up with your tea, uh -huh. just leafing through the dictionary. Yeah, and it's something that I won't be able to do for very long at a time uh -huh. because it's not about like looking at many words. It's about opening it up and just being like, oh, uh -huh. that word. This is very sweet. It really is a very, <laughs> you know? a very sweet notion. It's I, I really like it. Okay, so we have to get you a dictionary. So yeah. we're going to have to find a bookstore. Maybe right. we'll have to look it up. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, but that's a good mission. I like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think we, I mean, we did talk extensively about New Orleans. I really just, um, like a, a month later, just feel really settled in. I feel really like happy here and, and good about being here and still no complaints about, mm -hmm. about the city. Um, I visited a violin shop. Mm -hmm. Um, we have been, um, you know, dipping a toe into the meeting new people pool, um, trying to navigate some COVID safe uh, mm -hmm. dating, um, which has been pretty interesting, mm -hmm. I think. Um, a lot more social gaffes to fall into than I had accounted for, but... Um, <laughs> I don't really know what you mean by that. Um, just kind of like figuring out, um, not not like a bad, not like a big deal kind of way, but just kind of like figuring out how to like communicate more clearly about like the level of my COVID consciousness, you know, because like people are in such a different place about mm -hmm. it. And some people are like very laissez-faire mm -hmm. and some people are like super like hyper conscious. And um I'm just trying to like figure that out in especially like in advance of meeting. Yeah. Um, I've found to be a little bit uh like just a different different social challenge. Yeah. Especially in this time of like not having our words. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's all. I didn't I didn't mean it. In this more late than stage that. in the game, mm -hmm. there are there are we're in a changing world that that I think is making people more uncomfortable in a way. Mm -hmm. Um because it's compounded with the exhaustion of just having to be in a pandemic for a year. But yeah. now we're also in a place where um, the the type A's, the rule followers, the people at the beginning could, could do something and they could do it fully, which is like, don't have contact with people, mm -hmm. keep your mask on all the time, mm -hmm. don't, like, this is the do's and don'ts and these are yeah. what you need to do. And then as people get vaccinated, as the world, like doesn't quite open up yet but you but you do have to recognize that there's going to be another nine months right. year of right, this right, right. and like um it's like it creates a different situation mm -hmm. and you know 
I think that's it's just a new world where you have to decide. Well, just, well yeah, we have to decide what our our risk factors risk like like renegotiate. I think our risk um, tolerance. tolerance. That's that's the word for it. And and like I think nothing has changed about the way that you and I approach things, which is within my, with a mindset towards uh, reducing risk for any for other people. Like, right. It's not about our sel- our right. own selves, but it's about like yeah. protecting other people. So with that, with you know, keeping that in mind, I think there's some room to to like be a bit more, um, you know, to just move the bar a little bit mm-hmm. and um, you know do that mindfully and carefully and all that. I mean, there's nobody else other than you that I that I'd rather be like confined in a pandemic with, but um, but it has been like just really at this stage, like a year in, just like <laughs> yeah. incredible, incredibly like life changing to like just like have a conversation with another person. <laughs> and um, oh my gosh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I didn't. I the, I didn't. This was not a tangent. I even wanted to to yeah. necessarily go down. Um, but what I was, I think initially thinking about was your comment that it was like accidentally deep about like action thinking versus action. Yes. Mm -hmm. About the skating. So I feel like we had a really nice wall yesterday about that. Mm -hmm. And, um, just thinking about how much, like how much we've been using this time to like scheme and dream and plan and plot and talk and and then finally i'm tired of of all of it i'm tired of it i'm tired of it i don't want to talk anymore about something i don't want to plan anymore i don't want to organize anymore most of the time i don't even write anymore because i'm like (laughs) i just wanted to be like things to be happening yeah yeah that's where i am to do stuff and make stuff and not be in the planning stage anymore it's just it's planning is all well and good and then it's like well let's just fucking do it yeah so i think that was like a really important wall to hit um and i'm really glad that we just said that out loud i'm sick of it i'm sick Sick of it it. so when it actually comes to taking creative action the question becomes like what opportunities does COVID actually afford us yes and the answer for the moment is collaborative long distance gonzo style short filmmaking just Mm -hmm. like one to three minute shorts that we write and we put together with friends who are all over the country um you know just being loose experimental with short form storytelling and you know just leaving our perfectionism at the door so um more on that hopefully very soon here and uh, on our website so Mm -hmm. stay tuned But I do want to talk about some frivolous things, if you don't mind. When I was home over Christmas, my mom made a, a comment about when you make your bed up in the morning. Mm-hmm. And she said, oh, you know, you shouldn't make your bed up first oh thing gosh. in the morning. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. And I was like, wait, what? Uh, and the idea is that, you know, you're, there's perspiration uh, uh, from, from your sleep and that your sheet should air out before you seal them back shut for the day. <laughs> uh-huh. So I see the wisdom in that. Oh yeah. 
mm-hmm. and that just keeps things fresher and mm-hmm. lets things dry out and whatever. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I do that. Mm-hmm. But uh, then I got to thinking about all the things that my body touches that things that need to air out, and. <laughs> <laughs> oh god where are we going with this it's not, it's not as gross as it sounds mm-hmm. um and i was like oh well so if i take out if i take off my shirt should i then like turn it inside out and let it air okay. out i actually have never given conscious thought to this but i totally do that you do that i totally do that I, like if i'm gonna take something like if it's if it's something that i'm not gonna launder right away yes I have like this weird thing where I don't want to like I don't want to like roll it up all you know like fold it all up and like stick it back in the drawer because I have this feeling like it needs to breathe. I never thought that there was. So like, you've a been doing it. Yeah. Air it out first. Mm-hmm. Your pants and your shirts. Mm-hmm. You know you shouldn't be reusing your underwear. So no. <laughs> Why did you look at me so archly when you said that? <laughs> you don't reuse your underwear. No. You just have skanky underwear. I, I do. Not skanky. Yeah. Well, skanky in the sense of being... Ratty. Sh- ratty. It's ratty. Well, you buy you buy cheap underwear. I buy cheap... Okay. Okay, wait. Cute cheap underwear. No, I know. I know. I know. I know. I know you're not trying to, like, really drag me here, but this is no good. I learned this lesson years ago when we were in Berlin. Yes. You have to be ready... Just in case of an emergency yeah. for someone to see your underwear. That yes. sounds way like it was a way sexier <laughs> trip than it was. Um, but we were, I didn't have a bathing suit. And yeah, I needed to strip down to my underwear to jump in a pool. So, um, and it was like, it was, it, you know, things were detaching from, like, lace was coming off of the leg. <laughs> yeah, hole, yeah. So, so I, I know that I've learned that lesson. So I was like, okay, now I know I need some more underwear. So I went online earlier t- this week. And this shit is like $36 per pair of underwear do people do people do that i mean men's underwear is more expensive than women's underwear but it's like the one it's like the one product that like men's yeah. stuff is more expensive um but you don't have to pay that much for, for a pair like one pair of underwear then that's the kind of thing that would make me feel like i did have to rewear it between washes <laughs> <lunches. laughs> well maybe you have some of that and you have some of your ratty stuff Okay, that's, yeah. I, I'll ease into adulthood. You know, that? I do remember um, Britney Spears. you remember Britney Spears? No. I do remember... Um, <laughs> Everyone's really remembering Britney Spears right, right now. Right, right. I remember in a, a Cosmo spread or um, something. I mean, I didn't get Cosmo, so I don't know how I would have read it there. But somewhere, maybe on MTV in an interview, she said something about like having thousands and thousands of pairs of underwear. Okay. Like that was one of her... I love that. One of her. That's one of the ways that she felt like luxury. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know that they were just like American Eagle underwear. Oh, completely. <laughs> like, but just like hundreds. Like of- limited to <laughs> yeah, thongs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that abundance. It's an abundance yeah. mindset, which for her meant never running out of underwear. Who performed Cotton Eye Joe? Who can tell me that performer? Why would anyone want to tell you that? I don't know. I'm just saying. The worst song ever written, Cotton Eye Joe. <laughs> Second worst song ever written, Lady in Red. Third song ever written, Seal Kiss from a Rose. Okay, Can we keep have, going? <laughs> you have a very specific Because I have opinions. Very, well, is your fourth worst one, can I guess? Mm-hmm. Is it the Chris Isaac song? Yep, Chris Isaac. Yeah, so that's number four? Yep. Okay, number five. So now we're... Oh, now we're nope. The- number five, Feliz Navidad. <laughs> 
<laughs> wow, you really just went there. Yeah. I need to I have, will go there. I need to have more time to... to As a man me. who worked at Sears department store at 16 years old in the baby clothes slash hardware department, mm-hmm. and made, they played Feliz Navidad four times an hour. That's horrible. That's, and I worked... 24 7 during the holidays that's a, that's an osha violation it's an osha you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna complain <laughs> 20 years later <laughs> um like sir there's a statute of limitations you can't <laughs> you, can no you, you can't complain 20 years later well okay yeah no uh uh ptsd that's what i say <laughs> you really yeah you really have that <laughs> um yeah i i, I don't it's it's a sign of how different people listen to music. The fact that like two of your top five worst songs of all time are songs that I either are am not offended by or kind of like. You like Cotton Eye Joe? No. You like Lady in Red? No. I just feel like Kiss from a Rose is is kind of a great song. And <laughs> just, I'll let you finish. And um, I do not mind that Chris Isaac song at all. Okay. I mean, I have no feelings. I have no strong feelings about it one way or the other, but I don't feel like it's offensive. What's the name of that Chris Isaac song? No, I, no, I when I'm falling <laughs> love. Yeah. in love. So uh, to this, I will say mm-hmm. that Chris Isaac song. So the Seal song has some sort of chordal There's problem. There's a chord pro- pro- problem. Which I, I know because I looked it up years ago and I was like, does anyone else have a problem with this? And it turns out other people have a problem with this because it has a chord problem. It, it, it does have a, I think it has like a parallel, either like a parallel fifths or like a par- like something that's maybe not like music theory kosher. Harmonically, there's a problem but it does, with it. It doesn't bother me, but I do understand that feeling. And maybe we've had this conversation before because I've been haunted um, perpetually by the Subway $5 foot long jingle. $5 foot long. Because it doesn't end it doesn't in resolve. a one chord. It doesn't resolve. It ends in a five chord. And I think that that because is... it's a five dollar foot long. Look at that! Look at what they did. <gasps> Do you think that's what it was. was yeah, it but a five dollar, but a five chord doesn't. It, it's just hanging out there in midair. It, it makes me feel very. You have to finish it. Like yeah, it you feels, have to go to the dough. You're like in I the just, you're in the sew, but you have to go to the dough. Look, it just yeah, it's very it's very uncomfortable, deeply uncomfortable for me. Yeah. Well, anything else frivolous? Um, not that comes to mind. Oh, except to say that. Um, I did try, I have tried sleeping with socks on <laughs> over the past few nights. Okay, tell me. And uh, I don't have good circulation, so mm-hmm. usually my hand, my extremities are cold. Mm-hmm. Um, so I put socks on. Um, I don't sleep in gloves. That would, that's a bridge too far. But so, um, so yeah, so I tried putting on socks to sleep because the idea being that if your body doesn't have to heat your extremities and it can mm-hmm. like cool down they can calm down uh-huh. easier faster mm-hmm. well the first night i got through the night cozy fine every night after that i've had to i've woken up with your feet on fire yeah on fire <laughs> like i wanted to in my sleep state just chop them off uh, because i can't immediately i'm really bad so, so in a panic, you're like clawing your socks yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. Um, and then for the rest of the night, I have to like throw all the blankets off. It's like it like it it heats me up so much. By the time I wake up, I can't cool down. 
<laughs> you do. You know, we do have to see an herbalist about you. There's a, we got this is this needs some tune-ups. I would love to see that or get my chi read or something. I think I have a really weak heart. I think maybe that's it. Oh my god. This is like this is like the Andrew Geriatric podcast edition. <laughs> <laughs> your feet are cold, your circulation's bad, you need some uppers and you're gonna buy a dictionary. Yeah, but then when I go to the doctor, the two times I've ever gone to the doctor, convinced that there's gonna be like they're gonna take my What do you mean the two times you've ever You know, because I don't go to the doctor ever. Like you've only ever had two physicals in your entire life? I've only ever had one physical in my entire life. In your entire life. In my entire like your life. childhood and adult life. Oh, I'm sure I went to the pediatrician when I was like okay. five. Okay. But we stopped going to the pediatrician when I was five because he was expensive. <laughs> so then we just went to the we went to the health department uh-huh. to get free shots. Uh-huh. But I did have a physical just a few years ago and I was really ready. Mm-hmm. You're like, read me, read me, doctor, so drag me for. I filth. got something to say to the medical community because I'm not the only person that's had this experience. Mm-hmm. But like, doctors are not easy to talk to, no, and they can be very dismissive, even and the ones that aren't trying to be. Mm-hmm. I'm not, and most of them aren't trying to be. Um, but it's it's just hard, and like you, f- and because also, of the I way, I always lie about how many drinks I have a week. Yeah, well, <laughs> well because of the way they schedule things in America, mm-hmm. like the doctor is always in a hurry mm-hmm. like want you feel them wanting to finish up so they can move on right uh and then so you can't like ask all the questions that you want to ask so you went in saying tell me everything that's wrong with me i must there must be a lot of shit to fix so i go in there and i'm like yeah i'm ready i'm ready i think i have a vitamin deficiency <laughs> oh you're you've you've come with research yeah okay there is something wrong okay, with my sleep uh-huh <laughs> <laughs> my blood pressure is too low i'm cold okay. maybe i have scoliosis mm-hmm. i don't know mm-hmm. yeah. i'll bend over yeah. <laughs> so uh so i go in there ready and he walks in the room uh you know hi doctor whatever. um how are you feeling i was like i'm feeling i'm feeling fine mm-hmm. like why are you here um to get a physical oh do you like need a physical for something no just never had a physical Oh, okay. Is anything, are you, is anything allergic to anything? Any reactions? <laughs> Any pain? Like, no. He's like, you're no. fine. Go home. And then what I was like, and then, <laughs> no, but I think I have an iron deficiency. Mm-hmm. That's what I come out of the uh-huh. gate with. Okay. And he's like, men don't have iron deficiency usually. <laughs> like, have you been, have you been bleeding <laughs> profusely for any reason? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was in my head. I'm like, oh, that was not the right approach. So, the right thing to so, leave. Now, so then you were cowed because you were like, oh, I'm an idiot. And oh, now shit, I know like, nothing about yeah, science. Yeah. And now I've, I've come out hot out of the gate, hopefully. And this man hoping now to get a, an a iron test <laughs> to be told that men don't. You know, <laughs> to be told that men don't lose blood mm-hmm. generally. Uh, yeah, under the best of circumstances. So yes. that would be, no would be very difficult for you to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so so I didn't get the iron test that I <laughs> had dreamed of. <laughs> turned up. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just walked away. They did my vitals and mm-hmm. just told me that I was healthy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not going to get anything for this. 
I paid a copay and I don't get anything. <laughs> this is so funny. Like, I love that you went in, like, wanting to exit with a laundry list of them being like, <laughs> here's all the shit that needs, like, needs a tune-up. <laughs> like, it was like the Subaru dealership. Yeah. Well, what it is for me is that I long for a moment medically yeah. where... <laughs> One day, a doctor is like, oh, you've lived your entire life feeling like this? And then they give me a, a pill. Oh, my God. And then, <laughs> You're looking to, like, unlock a new level yes. of, like, And then existence. I take a pill, and I was like, this is what people feel like every day. I can do, I can conquer the world. All I needed was some iron. It's like a cheat code. You're looking for a cheat code. Yeah, that's what, I, oh, that's what I'm hoping for. That's what for. you're hoping for. Oh, see, okay. I'm glad we dug a little bit deeper in this, because yeah. that's pretty fascinating. Um, I love that idea. It's like... It's like the thing about like finding, it's like the dream where you find a new room in your house yeah. and it's like a whole nother part of the house. I've been thinking about that a lot actually um, re recently um, <laughs> for reasons that I won't go, go into, but but like that, like an, uh, unlocking a new level of like consciousness yeah. or experience or something. Um, so, so for me, it, it sits in the so medical now, office. Right, so now that you know that, You've been able to verbalize that. That's what you need to. That's what you need to lead with when you go into the doctor's that's office. That's when you, yeah. the doctor's like, "Why are you here for a physical?" I'd be like, "I'm, I'm ready to, to level up." up. My game. Yeah. <laughs> so what I'm telling you is, I want you to test for every goddamn thing, every level. Uh, and I'm everything. hoping to walk out of here. I need a pap smear right now. <laughs> okay. Mm -hmm. Can't touch you. Smash my boobs in those plates. Give me a mammogram. <laughs> Give me an Enneagram. <laughs> Give me a Telegram. Actually, you know this. Give me a Graham cracker. <laughs> Just a one-time pill, though. I don't want to be prescribed something that I have to refill. Oh, okay. Nor do I want to have to have surgery for anything. <laughs> <laughs> He's <the> dumbass. <laughs> I'm just telling you my hopes and dreams. Yeah, no, it's a, it's what it's basically what you're looking for is in Mario when he bumps his head on that thing where it's like the little yeah the flower the, the, the rainbow and then he or can spit fireballs. Yes, you've played Mario for like like three times never. ever, haven't you? Yeah. Like basically you, never. You, you speak like yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm happy and healthy in New Orleans, and I look forward to the day when it's discovered that I've been living with a deficiency <laughs> so tired. complete mm -hmm. that medical science is baffled that I've been able to walk upright for 35 years. Yes. I look forward to that as well. It goes with our spirit of action, yeah. making art, healing ourselves. We write, produce, and curate as VJ and Stevens, and you can subscribe to Don't Think Twice anywhere you listen to podcasts. Normally, we'd be working on a whole slate of live events in New York City and across North America, but 2020. We're currently living nomadically, writing and pitching our scripted works for television. You can learn more about us at vjandstevens.com. That's V-I-J-A-Y and Stevens with a P-H. We're at VJ and Stevens on Instagram, and our assistant Susan is still learning how to use Twitter at Memos from Susan. 